We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did you know that you could invest in crypto through your retirement account? That's right. iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies. And unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. With iTrust Capital, you also get the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional all right guys this emergency ain't no seats podcast is brought to you by our friends from tickets for less are you looking for the best selection of ku basketball tickets we'll check them out they have the best tickets for every game whether it's at allen field house or the sprint center or on the road plus as an added bonus to our listeners you can use promo code ain't no seats five at checkout for even more savings on your KU tickets. Unlike other sites, Tickets for Less does not charge taxes or service fees, meaning that the price you see is the price you pay. Tickets for Less is also the official, t- the official ticket marketplace of the Big 12 Conference, meaning they're your go-to source for the Big 12 tournament tickets in Kansas City. Also, don't miss our giveaway coming this week for Saturday's Big 12 SEC Challenge matchup against Tennessee. One lucky winner will win two seats to Saturday's game. For more information, check us out on Twitter at Ain't No Seats Pod. And again, check out Tickets for Less on Twitter, Tickets for Less, ticketsforless.com. Use promo code Ain't No Seats 5. Collins driving, almost lost the handle. Chalmers for the tie. Got it in 10 seconds. Unbelievable. And he used to tell me, those places are great, but there's no place like Kansas. What's good, folks? We are uh, we had to record an emergency Ain't No Seeds podcast as we all just saw one of the more wild moments in Allen Fieldhouse history, I would say. A.B., do you agree? I mean, yeah. How else can you describe it? Like, yeah. That's just like it turned the most uneventful game of the season into probably the most talked about event, you would think, until the tournament, no? 
Easily. I mean, well, before we get into it, one, we are on Skype recording, so sorry for the quality. Going to be a little worse than normal. Two, B-Turn is, uh, he's out right now, so like he couldn't hop on Skype, so we don't have him on the pod. I'm sure if you go to his Twitter, though, he'll have plenty of his takes. Uh, me and AB, though, wanted to get on Skype, give a quick just, you know, get our hot takes out there while the iron was still hot. Is that the word? Is that the phrase? Um, so, I mean, I, they know what you mean. Yeah, you know how I mess up those phrases. But, okay, let's just get into it. KU shit pumps K-State. That's going to be the, – the story is going to be Christian Brown, the Kansas kid, having an incredible night, leading KU to the win. But uh, that quickly changes. So let's just break down the final play. KU is dribbling out the clock. Silvio has the ball, which is weird. You never see the big guy dribbling out the clock, really. But either way, I believe Sloan, their freshman point guard, steals the ball from Silvio, which we've now seen twice happen in Allen Fieldhouse tonight. We remember this from the Monmouth game where KU was up by a billion. Um they went down, dunked on it. That caused a big controversy. So I genuinely think when that happened, that's like in Silvio's mind. Like, okay, this is the second time someone's done this to us. I am not letting this dude score. So Silvio runs him down. And what's being lost in all of this is how incredible the block was. Silvio sends <laughs> it was that. The best, maybe the best block in the history of basketball. <laughs> sends that a mile away. Just absolutely annihilates that ball. And Silvio's feeling good about it. He runs over. Not runs over, walks. So the Sloan dude, I believe it was Sloan or was it Gordon? I don't even know. I don't know. I think their... Was Gordon the dude? I don't know if it was Gordon that like stole it or was Gordon the guy that went in and kind of th- threw the first shove? I've kind of been torn. I haven't seen angles on who it was, but I don't know their names well enough. I want to say Sloan's the one that stole it and he's the one laying on the ground and Gordon is maybe the one that comes in from the bench. But either way, Silvio swats the shot, goes over and stands over Sloan. So. I want to stop right there. Here's my first initial takes. Freeze frame it, basically. The first 10 seconds. We are winning by 22, 23 points, whatever we were winning by. That dude stealing the ball, I think, is a loser for doing that. Accept your ass whooping. Go home. Take the L. End it. He steals the ball, but whatever. Do I think he's a loser for it? Yes. Do I, like hate it and do i think it should have caused a brawl no it's fine whatever play to the end of the whistle blah 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 then i think silvio swatting it is completely okay 100 percent had to do it and i know this is where maybe controversial opinions start to happen is when silvio goes to stand over it over him that's probably a bad look by silvio he probably shouldn't have done it but to me like i don't know this is what i want to ask you i feel like that happens sometimes in basketball i feel like after big shot block shots people stand over other players like right or am i crazy and was silvio just an absolute tool for doing that i mean you're absolutely right it happens in every sport like when someone makes a big play or a big hit in football like it's natural to stand over them like like sure it looks like a tool yeah you're up by a thousand points but like if you get swatted that bad and you're getting like shit pumped like i say every night on twitter like i'm sorry you deserve to get a little bit of shit talk and the people saying, like, Silvio should just walk away and flex to the crowd and stop being so arrogant. Like, this dude's been waiting to, like, make a big play for the past two years. Yep. And, like, that's probably, like, like, I know the game didn't mean anything, but that's probably, like, if he walks away and it's only the block we're talking about, is that, like, the best play he's made since the whole, like, NCAA suspension? Like, I know he went off in the Final Four, or, like, the Final Four run, 
but absolutely i mean I mean, that is wild. So, like, and plus it's the rivalry. There's history with, like, Brandon Green, Dick Move, and Jada's dunk last year, whatever. But, like, I think it's just natural to just be excited when you make a play like that to talk shit. Like, we've been doing that since we're on the playgrounds at elementary school. Yeah, like, especially because the guys stole it in such, like, a way where that doesn't really – guys normally don't steal the ball there. So, like, he was already probably pretty annoyed by that. And then to get him back like that, he was like, yeah, I'm going to talk a ton of shit right now. Now, regardless, I think we can both agree Silvio should not have done that. Because, like you said, had he done that and then just flexed to the crowd, goes nuts, Alphonse would have went bananas and it would have been an all-time ending to an already just fun ass-whooping game. So, do I wish Silvio would have blocked that shot, turned to the crowd, flexed, ran, shook hands? Like, yes, that would have been awesome. That would have been a great way to end the game. But he didn't do that clearly. He stood over him, which I'm going to say, okay, yes. To me, this is the first step in what led to a bad brawl. I think Silvio doing that absolutely was the first, like, almost physical altercation part of it. I I don't know if that's right. But, like, I think the steal and the block, that's not going to cause a fight. This standing over somebody when the clock is expired, that could probably cause a fight. So, like, that's where I think it starts. So, yes, you could, I guess, say Silvio kind of started the process. But here's where I think it's the most controversial part. They clear the bench. Their whole bench clears and goes storming to Silvio, like swarms him. So it's now Silvio 1 verse 10. And I've seen every angle of this video. I'm not kidding. They shove, like they start shoving him back. So he gets shoved back, which I guess is fair. You want to get him away from your players. So Silvio is now shoved into this little handicap section um and then once he gets shoved he throws the punch but before we get all into that i mean don't you think so i've seen some takes k-state fans are saying oh, oh we, were going to, we were going to we were going to pick up our our player that is bs because what they did was run straight into silvio and start shoving him which i get he's standing over your player but to act like oh we were just going to pick up our player no you weren't you were going to start a like altercation when you run up to a person and start shoving them you are starting a physical altercation right yeah i mean like of course like naturally like if you and especially when you're on that side of the court where k-state's bench is like when i first saw it it reminded me of like a baseball fight like someone gets hit and then it's the batter versus, like, the whole defense, like, the pitcher, the catcher, they're all going, it's, like, 10 on one, like you said. But, yeah, when you start shoving the dude, the guy in the black polo, I don't know his name, yeah, Love, we'll get, I think is his last name. But, like, yeah. yeah, you get shoved, and especially it's a tight area, Silvio's probably tripping over stuff, probably getting, like, bumped by people that aren't even, they're probably just fans or photographers or whatever. Yeah, you shove them like that, it's going to start physical altercation regardless, especially with the rivalry in the history, if you want to call it that. Absolutely. And my thing is, okay, the steal is part of basketball. The block is started part of basketball. And even standing over the guy is part of like taunting in basketball. Is it cool, Silvio? No, but it definitely like I think happens in basketball. The thing that wasn't part of basketball is benches clearing and you shoving a guy. Like that just doesn't happen. Had the clock right. not expired, had the clock not expired, would K-State have cleared the bench there? No, they wouldn't have. They did it because they wanted to start shit with Silvio. Like and so now Silvio is getting actually ganged up on, and that's when Silvio throws the huge swing at, I think, Sloan, who has now hopped up mad that Silvio straddled him and stood over him. And that's when everything just breaks loose. And to me, 
like at that point it just goes off the rails dude um <laughs> i mean it was wild like Silvio starts grabbing the, the bar stool and like, which is all, like, it's an awesome picture and we can make our jokes and everything as much as we want, but yeah. like, that's probably going to get him at least some games, if not the season. Well, according to I Seth, don't know what your thoughts going, are. Yeah. Criminal but, charges. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, if he swung that chair and actually hit someone, then yeah, he probably could potentially see jail time, but he didn't, he put it down and Jaren's Howard, shout out to him. Uh, but I think you touched on this earlier. So, yeah, Silvio throws a punch, and the dude in black, I think his name is James Love. I don't know if he's a player, a team manager. Uh, I think he's a player that just Massive doesn't. Massive loser. He starts going absolutely berserk, which I get is fine. Silvio just threw, threw a punch. But, like, nobody's really talking. Like, the fact that people are acting like this is all a Silvio thing, that guy was going insane, too. To me, there are two really bad people in this whole thing. It's Silvio and that guy. And I feel like the narrative so far has been Silvio. A hundred percent. That's like, like people, I saw Norlander go off on this and he's like, oh, this is such an embarrassment for Kansas. And did you think that KU would be most embarrassed about this after the Snoop Dogg incident and stuff? Like uh, if this happened at Bramlage, is it just a completely different, like, is it K-State's fault then? Because I feel like just because it happened at Allen and KU hosted the event or whatever you want to call it, people are like, forcing more blame on KU's side. I don't, like, I might be wrong on that. I might be looking at it as a biased fan, but, like, it just seems weird. Like, No, and I'm going to be honest, though. I think the reason this is all getting put on KU's blame is because Silvio picked up a freaking bar stool. Like, or a stool. True. I mean, yeah, that, that makes sense. If Silvio doesn't pick up the stool, this is just a brawl where I think both teams are getting, like, heavily criticized. But him, but like the, stool, like we said, the whole pictures. stool thing, the stool thing looks bad. And if he would have like hit someone with it, obviously it's horrible. He just picked it up and like held it for like a few seconds and then set it right back down. Yeah. It's like oh, the yeah. quote in Happy Elmore is like, "No, I picked up the rake and I put it in the woods so it could be with his friend." Like, like that's what it reminded me of. He was just <laughs> rearranging the stools because yeah. people were trying to get out of the area and the stool was in the way. Right. It's a handicapped area. You got to make room for the wheelchairs to get through and everything. I mean, but to be honest, the most absolutely horrible thing about the whole thing is the, the fact that it happened in the handicapped section. Like, come on, dude. Somebody, like, oh, just as a horrible look. That's awful. Like, that's supposed to be it the is. most part on the, like, I don't know. Just crazy. That sucks. Um, but okay. So we've gotten to the point where. Silvio throws his punches. Silvio picks up a stool. Uh, the fight goes on. Now, too. See, here's – I just watched a video, and this is where I could be wrong. I, I feel like I've seen a lot of angles. and I, The thing I keep hearing is people saying, oh, well, Dave was stomping out our player. I've seen a I video. I don't think he was. Huh? I don't think he was. No, he wasn't. I he just got like a video. He was like from he got his feet tangled up on because the, there's like a step into the handicap area. And people were trying to grab his feet to, like, get him to come back, which is fine. But he, like, yanks out of it, like, pulls out really hard to get his feet free. And that's why it looks like a stomp. But the, the angle that Ben Rapp, shout out Ben Rapp, sent us from the stands, from the side angle. They- By now, you've probably heard all about cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. You might even already be investing in them. But did you know that you could invest in cryptocurrencies through your retirement account? 
That's right. With iTrust Capital, you can buy and sell cryptocurrencies from a crypto IRA and get all the same tax advantages as a traditional IRA. The iTrust Capital platform is easy to use, and it only takes a few minutes to create your account. Setting up an IRA is free, and iTrust's fees are low. It's time to start taking control of your financial future. With iTrust Capital, you can get all the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal, investment, or tax professional. He's not stomping anybody. So again, like this narrative that we were just complete animals in this process where Dave's stomping people, Silvio's throwing bar stools, like that's really not what happened. Like once the fight happened, yeah, everyone was doing really bad things. The stool makes it look worse. And now people are trying to say Dave was stomping people. He wasn't stomping people and Silvio didn't hit anyone with the stool. He thought about it, which is really bad, but Dave <laughs> did not stomp anybody. So I don't know. I don't even know where, I'm, I guess where I'm trying to get at is the pictures and the, the immediate takes after have to me made this sound like it's, I don't know. I don't want to say worse than it is because it is really, really bad. But like the picture of Silvio with the stool is absolutely devastating for any like media company to try and not just push this on KU. Like everyone is just going to push this on KU, right? Like I don't. No, yeah, no, you're right with that, and it's it's a tough picture, like you said, tough scene to, like, have that, but it just takes watching the video to see, like, that's all kind of overblown in a way, and I, I do think that, like, and it's already kind of picked up this way, like, Barstool and stuff, but, like, it's going to be a big joke in three days once this cools down a little bit that a collegiate basketball player picked up a stool and, like, went after someone. Like, that's going to be funny since no one got hurt, like, through it all. Yeah. My biggest question in the whole thing is, is Silvio, all we've heard about him for two years is how he's the nicest dude on the planet. He kept his cool through all the stuff with the NCAA. He's like, you know, he stayed positive through all of this. Like, what the hell happened to, like, make him snap like that? Like, when I first saw it live, I thought something was said or, you know what I mean? Like, to like, yeah, because it's like the Miles Garrett thing. Like, everyone said Miles Garrett is just like this angel of a person. Now he's throwing helmets at people like that's my biggest question, I would say, that comes from all of this. I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, to me, like, I get that, but I just, like, it. does it matter? Like, I don't think that's going to impact the Big 12's decision or KU's decision. Like, Sobio could say whatever they could have possibly said. Like, you still can't do what he ultimately did, which was just absolutely lose, lose his mind and all of that. So, yeah, I mean, I get it. I was totally stunned, too, because Silvio has been just the most, like, mild-mannered, like, calm, like, never showed emotion, even though, like, he's been getting a pretty bad deal the last two years. So, I don't know. Maybe what just snapped is how frustrating this has all been. He sits out. <laughs> he can't get on the floor this year. Like, he hasn't been good. Like, Maybe he just snapped everything all came to fruition at one time and he just snapped. But again, like, I don't, I don't really care. Like to me, you have to be smarter than to just lose your mind like that. Yeah. Cause I mean, it, it took a while to get him calmed down. Like I, like I was kind of watching, I was like, when is he going to like, cool it? Cause most fights you see in sports, like there's a couple punches thrown and then like at some point, like the coaches or other players or managers get to him and kind of like cool him down, hold him back. 
this just kept going. And Marcus got in there too. I don't know if Marcus threw any punches. I haven't seen like a long-term angle of this. But toward the end, like when Dave was up in the handicapped area, it looked like Marcus was kind of leaning yeah. in. So I don't like that yeah. would be my biggest concern. Marcus More. catches some suspension. Exactly. I don't want Marcus getting in trouble. Obviously not Dot and uh, Doke. Doke, I, you could see in the background just like screaming, like telling people to stop. Like Doke, I think was doing a good job. Um, I just, yeah, I'm worried about suspensions. I don't even know what to expect. I guess we can talk about that in a second. But really what I want to finish with this whole fight thing is here's my official take. Now, I would say the first 16 minutes, of sound we've sounded pretty biased towards KU. My, my overall thing is that's annoyed me tonight is the fact that there's – there are and I think we've touched on it – K-State fans – like Pat Forty just wrote an article about how this is another huge black mark on Kansas. That guy's the biggest freaking tool. But uh, like to act like this was a one-sided thing that like KU started is the worst opinion you could have in all of this. Like it is so stupid to say that them clearing that bench didn't lead to that thing starting. Like. That's my thing is I almost want to say I want my take to maybe be K-State started it. We escalated it in an aggressive way. Like, is that a fair take? To me, it's very 50-50. They started it. We made it way worse. Like, to me, that I think is a fair take, but maybe I'm still being biased. But I think once those guys left the bench and came at Sylvia like that, then like that's them starting it. No, and I, I don't disagree with you. But, I mean, even if you want to, like, look at it as someone that says – Silvio started it by going and like standing over whoever it was. Like if he started, well then K State then escalated it and then maybe we re-escalated it. But regardless, both teams were like majorly involved, and to think anything else than that is just pure stupidity. And I'm yeah. kind of tired of seeing it because there's been a lot, a lot, a lot of we're the victim from K State, like talking like were there KU in the FBI trial, but like it's just outrageous. It's like they they don't see anything wrong with what they did. And like regard like even if like like I'm on the side of yeah, Silvio to Great Block, stand over them, like talk your shit. Even if that is like if you're against that or if you like don't want to see that happen to your guy, like full on like shoving and punching the dude for that is like way escalating it. Like you can go up and get in his face. Like that happens all the time, right? Yeah. And then if it turns into more, whatever. But I mean, I don't know. It just that's crazy just, on both ends. Honestly, kind of funny I, as long as like nothing seriously happens, but like kind of funny to look back on. That was my take. Oh, it's going to be an all time moment we'll talk about forever. But to me, it's just like, again, I go back to what I said earlier. If that clock didn't say zero, are the K State players clearing the bench and shoving Silvio? No. So to me, that is them starting a fight. Like, I don't know. Like, just. Yeah. My overall thing is we come out looking the worst because Silvio picked up the stool and Silvio was throwing some big punches, but so was that James Love guy. I just don't, I think it's BS for the narrative to be that this was all a KU thing because it 100% was not. It was a 50 50, both teams being absolute idiots, them being mad they got their ass kicked, Silvio being frustrated at probably how a lot of things have gone down and them stealing the ball from us. Like it all just led, it all just compounded into an absolute disaster that both teams were very much responsible for. So that's my main thing is I couldn't, the main reason I wanted to get on here was just to like break it down and actually say words because it's just like hearing people make this seem like 
K-State was innocent and all this is absolutely insane. Yeah, it's banana line, as you would say. But, yeah. you know, what can you do? We're, we're all biased looking at it, so, I mean, it's whatever. <laughs> sure. Um, so, what do we think about potential suspensions? Like, I mean, it's you got what for us involved. I don't want to get into like what K State guys are going to get because, frankly, I don't give a shit. Like, mm-hmm. they stink. They're not going for the conference title this year. I would think Silvio gets a a, a hefty suspension. Yeah, I. I, I mean, what what's like your worst case eight. scenario with him? Yeah, I would think Silvio gets – I think worst-case scenario is he gets kicked off the team. I don't think that's likely. I think had he thrown the stool, he does. Um, I think worst case outside of getting kicked off the team is he maybe gets the rest of the season, um, which then just puts him in a weird spot because he's now be two seasons that he just didn't basically play. I think most likely – this is completely guessing because I have truly no idea. I think he probably gets like six to ten games is what I would guess. Um, Now, the thing that gets tricky is like guys like Marcus and Dave. Dave, I think, will probably get a couple. I would say Dave probably gets like two. I don't think Marcus threw any punches, but I can see the fact that he ran over and got in the scuffle could potentially get him one for – Saturday, like one maybe. And then I just, yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of the people involved in the actual fight could get them. But to me, it was mainly like Silvio and Dave, right? Like, I don't know, I guess. Yeah, that's kind of what, I mean, if if we want to send a message, Saturday's game doesn't really mean a whole heck of a lot. It's it's a non-conference game against a shitty team. I know game day is going to be there. But I don't think they're going to have any impact on who plays and who doesn't. So if they really want to send a message, maybe sit Marcus that game. I think Dave probably sits that game and obviously Silvio. But I don't know, man. I I don't really know what to base it on. Like, I mean, I, I mean guess either. we could go back and look at suspensions from that, like, uh, who was it, Xavier and Cincy fight like 10 years ago? Goodman tweeted that. Let me uh... – let me try and find that. So I saw some people saying like that was like the last time there was like that big of a brawl, but those were like there were punches landed. Like there were guys that were bleeding going off the court and stuff. Like I don't yeah. think anyone actually got like hurt from this, did they? No, no, there were no injuries, I don't think. So all right, so the the crosstown shootout in twenty eleven. Um that was obviously Xavier Cincinnati's Cincinnati had six game suspension for Yancey Gates. And a couple other guys. Now, Yancey Gates, if I remember correctly, was the guy that was just absolutely annihilating people. Oh, he was throwing haymakers. So, to me, that, to me, is like Silvio. I think Silvio plays that role. He probably gets six games. Then they had two other guys get six games that I also think were probably beating the crap out of people. But let's even say, worst case, Dave is thrown in that. Maybe he gets six. But then the other guys for them got one game. Xavier had Mark Lyons get two games, two Holloway get one game, Des Wells get four games. So no one more than six games, and four was the second worst punishment. And I just don't – so I'm thinking maybe Silvio gets six to eight. The stool adds a whole different factor. Um, and maybe Dave gets like two to four. But other than that, maybe Marcus gets one and whoever else was in the scuffle gets one. But other than that, I just can't see much more than that like i just 
I don't know. I don't think Dot's getting anything. I don't think Doke's getting anything. Marcus, like we said, are kind of on the brink of things. But, yeah, I don't know. And to be honest, this sounds awful, but, like, Silvio getting suspended six games is not changing this team one bit, right? No, no. Not. And I could even spin zone Dave getting suspended three games. I know your team play four guards. Maybe yeah. that's a blessing in disguise where we just see it with four guards and we can start that other lineup and build chemistry. Cause I know that's like the thing holding himself back is like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Bill had talked about how he was like worried about telling, uh, or not telling Dave, but he was like, I didn't want to kill his confidence by taking him out of the starting lineup or whatever. Well, now we might not have a choice. So that, yeah, yeah. it's going to naturally go down for you. So yeah, I give him a little break, but yeah, I think, and honestly, this happened at a freaking, really ideal times like we said saturday means literally nothing um monday we go to oklahoma state which we i would think as long as we have dot and dope or dot and dope we should win that game if we just play well but obviously we've struggled on the road and even if we did lose to oklahoma state it's not the end of the world so it's not like our second half of the big 12 where we go what two tech two west virginia two baylor like if this happened then I'd be very stressed. But to me, I think even if we do mess around and drop our next two of three, it could impact us getting a one seed, but it's not going to like ruin the season by any means. And like, we aren't going to drop like four or five games. Like we could in the second stretch. I don't know. That's just, I'm not that worried about it. No, I wouldn't be either. Like it's, you know, I, I, I don't know. We're like you said, we're an easy part of the schedule uh, at the most. If like, if we're going off that fight, six games, for Silvio, like if we can get Marcus back after one, who cares? Like those are two bench level players. We have yeah. enough talent to make up for. Braun, our Brown is all of a sudden Reggie Miller. True. Moss has shown that he can play. So like it's we have the guys that can step in if we need to. Let's we'll play small, which will be different. But like, who knows? I think we'll be fine. Yeah, I I think so too. It um. It just sucks because, like we've said, the narrative is going to be – this is just going to all be pieced together with the NCAA stuff and lack of institution control and all that stuff. That's, to me, what I think sucks the most is, like, we're in the middle of this investigation. And even you throw in the Snoop Dogg stuff, which is hilarious, but to, like, the national media and even the NCAA, now you're saying, okay, Bill Self had strippers at late night. He's lack of institutional control, and now he's had the biggest brawl in college basketball in nine years. Like, it's a pretty bad run, but I think by March, this is an essential no story, like, for us. Like, so yeah, I mean, it'll people will joke about it, but no one's going to be taking it too seriously. It'll blow over like everything does in 24 hours. Yep. But. And uh, we go to Kansas State February 29th, and I'm going to be in attendance. And I don't know, are you going to be in attendance? I'm I'm trying to. I might snag a student ticket or something. Uh, I have to more now. I mean, I checked the other day. Tickets were like 150 bucks. Sorry, K State. You guys aren't good enough for me to pay 150 bucks to go spend five hours in your shitty little town. So, I think it will be an all-time night potentially. I think it's going to be the most hostile crowd our guys have ever played in. They hate us already. I mean, it's the most hostile crowd we'll play in all year, regardless. And now it's just going to be added like it's going to be so much worse so (laughs) i'm excited i hope like by then fans aren't like actually trying to be like if you're if you're an actual fan and you're like taking this 
like you're getting physical over this that would be like i saw someone tweet at me like you're crazy if you go to that game like that could get bad like if you're a fan and you end up fighting because you're college team that you like fought with another man you're a mega loser so i uh, i hope that doesn't happen i don't think it will i think it'll be fine i think the students will be very mad and angry and that's good and i think we're gonna whoop their ass and we're gonna win by 15 again and we're gonna walk out of there talking a whole lot of crap and it's gonna be really fun and i must be there for that so yeah the thing that people just forget about is how i mean we killed them we we may have been the program i mean like you were talking about on twitter before it's been a while since we went boat raced them Yep. Boy, did we. From about like the 12 minute mark on, we just absolutely killed them. Yep. It was so much fun. It has been a while since we just controlled it from pretty much the jump. Um, yeah. I mean, other than the fight, Dotson was great. Christian Brown had the best game of his young career. Uh, Doak was super solid. I thought Oach, Oach only had six points, but I thought he was like super active and played with much more energy than he normally does. Um, and Marcus was just Mr. Reliable. Didn't make a mistake. He was great all night. So, yeah. Marcus, Marcus. It sucks for Christian Brown that this is taking away from his all-time night. But, you know, it's good confidence boost for him. And hopefully, we I mean, we might need to rely on him a lot over the next couple of weeks. So, um, other than that, do you have any other takes you want to get out there? Not really. Just, you know, if you see lunatic K-State fans on Twitter, just – if you want to troll, troll, but don't get uh, too uh, too personally offended about it because they are just clown show freaks, I tell you. <laughs> yes. Oh, I would have loved Big J and Willie to get into it. That freak Willie. Speaking of J, Little J was crying. Did you oh, see yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Little J was just Baby devastated. J absolutely distraught. You Baby J, Little J, same the shit. Disappointing part about all this is that we upset Baby J. So, hate to see it. Uh, um. Other than that, the Hawks absolutely annihilated the Cats, which you love to see. And uh, we got one of the all-time Twitter nights in college basketball history, maybe. Like, I literally sat in my car and, like, scrolled Twitter for 30 minutes before I even drove home. So, like you said, it'll be a funny story in a long time. Nobody got hurt. Nothing really bad happened. There was no blood, like you said, in the Cincy game. So, Overall, I think it adds to this rivalry. I think the rivalry is going to become a lot more fun because of it, and I'm excited about that. Yeah, I mean, and I don't want to call you out, but leaving early tonight, was that the biggest mistake you've ever made? Uh, it is, and I've never been a guy to leave early. Um, but I have tickets with Bryce, and Bryce is going to claim this wasn't on him. But the mm. thing is, Bryce all year has tried, like, wants to leave early. He always says, hey uh, – we should we should leave after this 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 player this blah 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 and I've never been a leave early guy but you know what I said whatever if walk ons are in I'll leave so tonight walk ons came in we hit the over shout out to me I predicted we would we also covered the spread so I wasn't worried about that so we started the leave we left probably I don't know thirty seconds forty five seconds before that happened we were like outside and like I swear we could hear it starting because I heard like the crowd going kind of crazy and I was like what was that. But, yeah, it sucks. I'm very sad I didn't witness it. Granted, I would have been on the complete opposite side of the court. So had I missed an opportunity to get some of my, like, electric content on my phone, like, video and tweet out, I would have been crushed. But from where I was, I wouldn't have got anything good. So, like, I didn't miss that much. But, yeah, just being in there for the shock factor of what was going down definitely sucks that I didn't witness it. But uh, hashtag blame Bryce. Yeah. My last take on this, I'm not going to play. I'm also team leave early if the game's and, you know, decided, like, what's the point of staying if there's nothing else to see. 
Um, but my last take on this is a special shout out and thank God for the refs that took seven years to review every single second of that fight and then put one whole second left. Like they put a whole second left on the game clock, bring that everyone was- back out and shoot the technical free throw and uh, make sure they play that final second. So thank God to them. I love uh, I love what they're doing because, you know, if we wouldn't have gotten that final second of basketball and the technical free throw, I don't know if any of us would have survived. So thankful for them. Just, uh, uh, they deserve to go on the mantle. Thank you, John Higgins. Yes, yes. John Higgins had to make this all about him somehow. Um, but, yeah, I mean, absolutely insane. They were like, hey, uh, there was a bench-clearing brawl. Should we go ahead and bring out all those guys back so they're face-to-face again? Just so stupid. Makes no sense. I'm sure they were just doing it by the book. But, my God, man. Use a little common sense. Not one person would have been mad if that game just ended. Just don't call the technical. Just say game's over. It doesn't matter. Technical was after the game. Doesn't exist. Like, I don't know. Crazy. Crazy. Right. Crazy. My, my thought was, and I, I was like I said, I was watching at a restaurant, so I didn't have the volume on. I know in like college football, like if you get a targeting call, you're suspended the next game. So I didn't know if there was something in basketball where like if you get a technical or you get two technicals and thrown out, you're like suspended a half or something. Like, I didn't know if that's what they were reviewing. But yeah. like, even if that was the thing, they could have done that in the Big 12 offices after the game. Like, there's no, the game, it was a 22-point game. There's no reason we need to play the last second. I don't care if there are free throws to shoot. My only thought was maybe like they were going to, and this was quickly debunked by myself, all the play, like all the KU players stormed onto the court when this happened, but K-State did the same, so I didn't know if they are going to like make the teams forfeit Dude, or something since the game like, wasn't over. In the NBA, if you do that, you get like an automatic one-game suspension. So I was like, are we just going to have to forfeit against Tennessee? But I don't think that's a rule in college. Right. But maybe it is. I don't know. And the thing oh, is, the game was over. The game was absolutely over. So Yeah, I mean, it was over, and there was no spread drama. It was already way over, so like... I don't know. Just yeah. one thing I wanted to add because it was a very, very weird thing to see. Do we have any ideas um, what to call this fight? Like, you know, you got Malice at the Palace. Like, what are we calling this? Sunflower Throwdown? Sunflower, uh, I don't know. Um, Malice at the Fight Fog. Malice at the Mecca. I don't hate Malice yeah. at the Mecca. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll workshop it. We'll we'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, I think that's all we got. We wanted to get something out quick, just while it's still hot, and people wanted to hear takes. So hopefully, if you're driving in the morning right now, you're or we're trying to get it out like right now. So hopefully, you'll hear it tonight. But yeah, crazy night. Um, this is why I love doing the podcast. I love just being able to get on and give my stupid takes, regardless of how awful they are. But um. Yeah, that's all we got. That is, uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. AB, you good? Yeah, rock chalk, boys. All right, rock chalk. Public service announcement. Why my red thing is man? Why red shit, man? Make up! Bro, niggas stand to the left. My rich niggas stand to the right. Take it right. Lil' mama, she keep looking at me. I'ma knock the pussy out like white night. Hit it with a left, hit it with a right. I'ma knock the pussy out like white night. Hit it with a left, hit it with the right. I'ma knock the pussy out like white night. If you know me, notice.
say my first sway. Certified everywhere, ain't got a print a resume. Take out LA. Talk crazy, I pull up underlay. RP to Nate, dog. I had to regulate. Pocket rocket fire, watch him disintegrate. It's a short load, can make no Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.